Thank you for tuning in to the second episode of Comp. Welcome. There is no theme song yet, but we're working on that. It's coming soon, but at least I can say the name Comp. If you listen to last week's, so I didn't even say it. I just started talking because I wasn't even sure if we're going to keep that name. It's an unsettling name. To me, I mean, not to me. I mean, it's my name. I've had it for years, but, you know, I think it's, it, it sounds weird. You know, people, if you don't know what it is, you know, people are going to look at it and go, is this some kind of German disease or, you know, a Russian computer virus from, like, the 80s. I don't know. It's, uh... I wasn't also, uh... I wasn't wrong. I mean, there was, there was a potential I might have had to change because it took a while for the iTunes to process, you know, for it to get approved on the iTunes. It took, like, five days. Uh, mistimed that one a little bit. But it's on there now. It's fine. But when I went to search it, it wasn't showing up. It was showing up, like... It, you type in comp and, like, the word jump... Would like everything with the word jump would come up, like fucking NBA podcasts, and like some podcast with some guy, you know, jumping off a large building because his wife cucked him too many times, or whatever. Like that—that's the kind. Of, they didn't even process that Cump was a name, and and, and I don't blame. It. Look, I'd rather listen to the guy jumping off the building podcast. That sounds fun. Like every week, a different guy. You know, at first he was into the cucking, but now it's just you know, it's too much, and now he's just gonna jump off a building like that. I should make that podcast, but point is, it worked out because I just had to, it was all caps before, and now it's just regular, so it shows up, you can find it, I mean, you're here, you found it, so welcome, you guys are early adopters, I appreciate you tuning in, this is, uh, we're still in the early stage of this, we're going to evolve this whole thing, it's going to be a, we're going to have guests soon, we're going to have things where you can, you know, type in questions, you can ask me, and I'll talk about them on the podcast, I mean, maybe I can even figure out a how to get calls uh, so I mean, I'm in my apartment right now so that, that's not really I'm not in a studio where I can call them, whatever but I'd like to do some kind of dialogue with you people really get to the bottom of some of these issues but uh, yeah it's exciting times uh, it's also where you know, in the future we might have some ad reads here in the, this section in the beginning you know I don't have the numbers yet again it's a new thing we don't have the numbers yet to get you know companies to hand over some money for me to hawk their products uh, which is like you know a little short sighted maybe. I mean, yeah, you want here's the brass tax. You, you corporate people listening, yeah, yeah. You want me to have a wait? You what you want? Hundred thousand people listening before I can sell your toothpaste? Any idiot can fucking read a, a script at you know live read. I, I've done it before. They give you these scripts and it's like, hey, you know, did you ever did you ever fucking have a toothpick? And you couldn't find it, buy our toothpicks at toothpick.com. And like, we have 50 flavors of toothpick. And like, and you, 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 you know, you do, uh, improvise and make it your own. But like, any ED can do that. But when you ask him afterwards, the guy does the ad, who runs the ads at the studio, like, is anyone actually buying this shit? And he's like, I don't think so. No. It's all a black box. It's all like, well, I imagine it was like in the two, like 19, 2000, right? Was it a stock market bubble back then? He had like Priceline.com and Pets.com. And everyone's like, how does this make money? And we're like, and everyone's like, shut the fuck up. Don't worry about how it makes money. It's like, all right. And it all fell apart. And I feel like that's happening because you got all these guys who are like, you know, you got comedians and people who, you know, talk about serial killers all day. And then it's like, sell shit. And they're not salesmen. Right, these aren't, sales is a very, is a fucking brutal world. And you know you have to have a certain you know kind of core just you know depravity to do sales. I mean you can be you you have to be an evil person, but you you have to you know have a, have a certain darkness in your heart to to pull to close a deal. And I've done sales. I mean I've done you know before the morgue, before the prison, before the fucking mosquito lab. I I I did sales. 
I was I was a deal closer. You know, people think I mumbled too much, maybe for say I got it done. I, I would I would basically confuse people a lot by like giving them a lot of technical detail, but they would trust me, and it worked out. I mean, like in once you get you know they, they buy anything because you're just babbling about like you know resolution and filter size and all these different specs and whatever. So at the point, here's what we're we're gonna do because. You don't need. I don't need numbers. You know, some podcasts got fifteen thousand because they're talking about how Jeffrey Dahmer and and Charles Manson, like, what, you know, what would happen if they met in some anime? You know, well, I don't know. Everyone's obsessed with serial killers, right? I I don't know what those guys are doing and what kind of numbers they're giving you, but you give me a hundred listeners, I will close eighty five of them. All right, that's my. That's what we're gonna. So what we're gonna do here? I'm gonna actually do ad reads. I'm gonna do the live reads. Without any approval from the companies, I'm just gonna do them with actual companies. I'm gonna fucking do the ads. And I'm gonna send it to them, and hey, I'm gonna try and fucking strong arm them and say, hey, I've already done the ads. You owe me this money, and you know that might may or may not work. They probably have legal departments. They might actually you know try and sue me, so this might not turn out well. But you know, I think they'll admire the chutzpah, for lack of a better word, the, the, the aggression, and they might you know say, hey, well, this guy he, he means business. Was fucking. Let's go into business with them, right? So I'm going to do a few different Monsanto. I think this is a good one to start with. People talk a lot of shit about Monsanto. This is what the read's going to be. People talk a lot of shit about Monsanto, right? Everyone's talking about how, like, they're poisoning the world. That they're fucking, you know, they're trying, like, you know, to turn us into an enslaved race with their seeds that don't last more than a year. And, and oh, they're always splicing, you know, like rodent DNA into our f- vegetables and our salads. Like, why should a tomato have rat DNA? And it's like, you know, and a tomato should shouldn't look. People tell you this weird shit. Like, you know, a tomato should look like a fucking. You know, it shouldn't. Ha- it should be natural and should be tasty. You ever had a fresh tomato? It tastes so good. You could just people. People sometimes will just take a tomato and put salt on it, and they'll eat the tomato like an apple. First of all, if you do that, you're disgusting. Regardless of the taste, if, I mean the, the texture of that. The, the bite into an apple of something where it's like, it's like a fuck. It's, it's watery. And it's like it's like a pustule tomato. A tomato has a certain role it can fulfill. But a fr- to eat like an apple and have it like pus fall over your pants, like so much menstrual fluid, like that's not dignified. You don't want that. Um, have you ever been to a farm, by the way? I mean, because they'll tell you, they'll the farm, the farm. They, these tomatoes look like shit. First of all, Na- natural tomatoes, all right. A natural tomato is all misshapen, and it's like fucking. You know, it's got like these like yellow spots, and they're faded. It's kind of it's sickening for. I don't care what kind. Of, a tomato is is there for what? To fucking put on a burger, but God, it's, you know, you put it on a goddamn salad. I don't want my burger to taste like a goddamn you know. One of these fucking cherry tomato pies they make in a fucking deli. No, I want bird. It's just there to be a little bit of wetness. Just some wetness. That's all you need in a tomato. It's wetness. All right? And, you, and I, you eat with your eyes first. You watch any chef show, any Food Network shows, they always tell you that. That's why you don't just fucking have some chef handing you goulash in some bowl that they were using to, like, clean a toilet with. You know, they, they fucking put it on a nice plate and they, they dress it up. Because you, you see things and you go, I, I want to eat that. That's how food eating works. So I'd rather have a, a tomato that tastes like nothing but looks beautiful. 
So yeah, put some rat DNA in. I don't, I, look, at the end of the, you're not eating a rat. You're eating a tomato. It just had rat DNA in it. So whatever. Stop being a fucking. You don't understand science. Don't worry about it. So Monsanto, see, there you go. I don't need a fucking promo code. I don't need a goddamn script. You just fucking you, you make the deal. I don't, this, this is what this is. They're gonna pay me for that. They're gonna give me at least. What should I ask for? Five hundred for that? Like five hundred per? That's like a reasonable thing. I mean, that's just all right. Scott toilet paper. This is something you don't see toilet paper advertised very often. Never. I've never heard advertised on a podcast at all. But you only you'll see Charmin advertised, and there's another one. There's, there's a couple different two ply ones, right? There's a Charmin, which I think is the bear. There's one with a kid, maybe. I don't know. But it's always this soft-ass toilet paper. I never had that growing up. We didn't have soft, two-ply toilet paper. That's not... I mean, we had a cesspool. In Long Island, you have a cesspool, typically. And I was told by my parents that, you know, oh, it clogs up. If you have a cesspool, you can't use two-ply. It'll clog up the cesspool, you know, jam, and it'll flood. Flood, and you have, like, you know, just rivers of shit coming in. And I don't think that's true. I think in hindsight, they... They just were cheap, or they just didn't want you know. They were also nervous about you know things. They 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 would see things on TV. I wasn't allowed to ride my bike very far because you know satanic people would you know kidnap me or you know there was a little bit of you know the 1980s hysteria when I was a baby and they they bought into that. And I don't blame them. I mean it's, they were trying their best, but they didn't buy me the soft toilet paper, and I don't and I'm happy about that because like, honestly, if I go to someone's house now and they have this like soft. Charmin or whatever two ply. It's like, why are you trying this hard? What do you why? Like, how weak are you that you're trying this hard to impress me? It's a sign of weakness. Because like you know, it's excessive. I mean, first of all, I don't need something that soft on my ass. My anus is already soft. Like, I don't need two soft things. It's like, you know, it can take a little roughness of the of Scott. Scott's rough, but like you know, my ass is soft, so it's like it it, it works out. It's, it's don't need that. And like, and I don't want. To see you debase yourself by putting out this very soft toilet paper for me, it's kind of—it's almost like you're you're cucking yourself. It's like you know, it's like no, just have some dignity, like have a firm handshake. That's what Scott Scott toilet paper—it's a firm handshake. And don't and don't fucking you know take, extend this to think you can just buy some one ply store brand because no, because that's trash. And if you think oh well, no one's gonna see the thing because you just put on the roll and no one's gonna see what brand it is. Two things. Hey, you, you're gonna have a fucking roll under. If you don't have a roll under the sink to be safe, then you're you're worse. You're subhuman because you need to, like what someone's gonna like roll, run out of toilet paper at your at your cheese party, and you're gonna fucking you know not have. No, you, you put an extra roll under the sink. That's standard. That's accepted, and they're gonna look there anyway. I mean, even if they don't need it, they're gonna look there. And they're gonna see your look with that store, like Pathmark brand toilet paper that you bought, or whatever, you know, Shop and Stop toilet paper. They're gonna think you're trash. All right, you're not gonna get the promotion, so just buy Scott. See, that's great. This is like custom made. Like, I don't need they, like they should like they're coming to me for the ads. Why would they write ads? I write the ads for them. This is so much better. This is Coca-Cola. There we go. Coke. You ever see Coca-Cola advertising on pot? No, they barely. The only pot advertisements you see, they still do the polar bear thing. That's pot. No, it's twenty years old probably. I don't even know what they do. They don't even advertise anymore. They should, because they got Pepsi. People talk about Pepsi. I remember they did the Pepsi challenge back in the day. 
and then, you know people couldn't tell the difference. Some people could. I got I got some kind of pep, license to chill card. There was a promotion because I figured out the difference between Coke and Pepsi in a blind trial at some fucking weird craft fair on the what was it in Babylon, Long Island somewhere. And uh, but really, at the end of the day, it's like it t- they taste basically the same, right? No one cares. Like you've been to a restaurant, you're like, oh, we only have Coke. We only have like, hey, I got Coke. Oh, we have pe- Coke, Pepsi. Oh, I got Pepsi. Only have Coke. You don't give a shit. But here's the thing. It's about perception, right? Now you don't. You might. You might think, oh, it's been years now. Is Pepsi really? They sell. Look, you go to Taco Bell, right? Taco Bell slash Pizza Hut. Only sell Pepsi, right? They only sell Pepsi. All these are the fucking Popeyes, I think. They only sell Pepsi. Like Pepsi is the thing you get at the trashy fast food place. That's fucking. You know, they they own Frito Lay. They're just. Just it, it's just all they, I think they own Mountain Dew. They, I'm not a class person. I'm not trying to the, you know divide America into like classes. But you know you don't have to be a rich man to not be, you know, a trashy Taco like, Taco Bell's. It's not good. It's Coca Cola. What are they doing? What 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 do you think of when you think of Coca? I was watching the Wonder Years, and uh, the other day on YouTube. I'm surprised because you know, one year is actually better than you would think. And there's like this, the hippie guy is talking to the dad, the hippie boyfriend of the girl, is talking to the dad about Vietnam. And the dad's like, I went to Korea, my friends died. And, like, and the hippie's all like, Yeah, they died so you know, you could, they could sell the people Coca Cola and all this shit. And it was like, basically talking about, you know, the corp military industrial complex. And I was surprised that the one year was, you know, you watch kids' shows now, and it's all just, you know, these young trashy kids you know making their parents feel bad because they're you know they're not like it's just whatever it, it, it was a sophisticated show for the time but the point is yeah Coca-Cola it's wrapped up in that idea of like the American empire of like colonialism which is like you know it's loaded and, and it's not great you know no one wants to think they're part of an empire but you know the people Carrying out these coups in, 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 in you know, in Iran, for instance, fifty nine. Kermit Roosevelt, you know, cousin of the of the president, FDR. I mean, classy people is my point. People in high society, and you know, would he ever drink Coca Cola? No, he would. No, he, that's disgusting. He would never. He wouldn't be seen. He's probably just drinking. He's an alcoholic, probably. They all are, but you know, it's still they're not. They're not over. They're not toppling South American, you know, governments to sell Pepsi. It's Coca-Cola. That's the move, right? We're not saying Coca-Cola. It, that. that, that, that this is, People are afraid in advertisements to bring up the darker things about a company. I don't agree with that. I think, you know, if you're going to bring up, if you're going to be selling something for IBM, IBM, we got this new Watson AI. Bring up the fact that they had, they were helping the Holocaust happen. They were, they basically, they were working with the Nazis to like, Built punch card computers to find the Jews so they could put them into concentration. Bring it up, you know, cut them off at the head. People, this is the internet's out there. You can't trick people anymore. So, like, you know, just when you're doing an ad read, always bring up the worst thing a company's done. Just fucking, you know, I think also Coca Cola was involved with a not like Fanta has something to do with the, the Nazis. I think Coke, like, basically, was it uh, Germany? They couldn't get the Coca Cola syrup anymore. So they just made Fanta, and then magically Fanta became part of Coca-Cola after the war again, which is like, you know, Coca-Cola claims that they weren't getting profits during the war, but I don't know. I mean, 
we'll touch on it. We'll have a whole episode about American companies funding the Third Reich later on in the on the timeline. But no, but for, so I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna send these out to the companies, and we're gonna we're gonna get some. I won't let you know how this goes, but I'm I'm feeling pretty confident. I want to put this out there. Gonna move on from the AdWords. I want to put this out there. If you're gonna go on social media, and if you're gonna show a picture of a dead deer that you shot, can you do me? Can you clean the blood? This might not be a big issue. I don't see a lot of people posting pictures of of, of carcasses of animals that they've killed. I'm not against hunting, by the way. I, I'm I haven't done it. I've, I've I've had guns in the past. I've shot guns. I like guns. I think they're cool. I mean, you know, I'm 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 for. Well, I'm open-minded to regulations or whatever the fuck. That's not the point of this. I'm saying I, I'd like to try hunting sometime. I haven't done it yet, but I don't. I don't know what's standard. But I'm watching this fucking deer, and I'm like, this blood just falling down to the ground. I'm like, I don't have experience hunting. I have experience as a morgue, though. I was a morgue photographer, and I know rule one: you don't fucking take pictures with blood and shit and piss everywhere. Now, if you're in an autopsy room. And not that you would know this by looking at the pictures, but it's a messy place. And you can imagine, when you open up a body, you know, when a doctor does it, you know, it's, it's covered, you know, the shit goes everywhere, the blood goes everywhere, you know, there's piss coming out of them, they're milking the piss and shit out of them to put them into, buck, you know, deadly containers to test for toxicology. It's a whole process. I mean, blood, the tables have water, like jets of water that, like, just the whole time it's running just to keep this stuff flowing down to the drain at the end of the table because it's a, it's a messy procedure, you know. Especially if the, guy, if the guy's like, you know, very overweight. Like if you were autopsying me, you know, my flaps would be going everywhere. My fat flap would go somewhere, and you'd have to fucking move it, and my blood would be getting on it. It's a mess, all right. But you don't know that when you see the picture because I was a professional, and because the the pictures are going eventually, perhaps to court. Or, you know, some arbitration hearing because, you know, some guy's trying to sue the hospital because they, they stabbed his mother when they were trying to give her, take her temperature and accidentally stabbed her. You know, things happen. This whole healthcare system, who knows? Your mom got, might got stabbed by accident. Point is, they need these pictures that, to document what happened to the, the arbitrator or the judge or the, or the jury. And they can't have, you know, you're trying to demonstrate the wound that came from whatever blunt object the doctor, like, hit this old woman with. And you you can't have like you know her just bloody you know uh, you whatever you know uh, kidney just sitting there you gotta clean it up you gotta you know only have blood where the blood is in the body and the rest of the body's gotta be clean it seems excessive like you know we're looking at that body right like it's blood but you clean it and the same thing with your deer all right clean your deer I don't you know. At the very least, crop the picture so that you're not. I'm not bothered by it. I've seen more blood than you can imagine. It doesn't matter the deer's blood. I mean, I don't want the deer to die. I don't whatever. It's fine. Venison. I had it once. It was. I. I, I should have slow cooked it. I didn't slow cook it. It's fine. I, let me know. You guys hit me up on Instagram about this. Yeah, at Ray Comp or Twitter. You can hit me up and, and let me know if I'm off base on this. Maybe hunting. Maybe you want to show more blood. Maybe that's part of the gimmick. The part of the culture, like you know, get as much blood on the picture as possible, and make it look like a real mayhem. I'm, you know, so if I'm being, if I'm misinterpreting this, I apologize. I guess, you know, I'm not trying to be the fucking. Yeah, this was on Facebook. I haven't been on Facebook lately. Um, but I'm, 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 I'm obvious reasons. The things, the things circling the drain. 
the algorithms are weird. You, you, you see things from people you don't even know. Have, you never see anything you like. It's just you make a post, two people see it. It's just, yeah, I've been on Instagram and Twitter more. I go on Facebook for the first time in like a month probably. And, you know, first thing I see is a fucking picture of some dead deer with this pool of blood. I'm like, why am I here? Was there, I, what, what are you doing, Zuckerberg? Are you going to fix this or what? I got to start advertising for Facebook now on my podcast? I can do it. This, hey, that was the fourth ad read. Facebook. There you go. Give me some money. Jesus Christ. <sighs> yeah, Trump had his TV address last night. That was fun. It was interesting. Not really. I was... The one saving grace was supposed to be with this guy. How fucking the mayhem. Not only the real man. I'm not talking about the tear gas being shot at the migrant families trying to escape, you know, the violence that we caused by sending gang members over them 15 years ago. I'm talking about, like, just the mayhem of his, of his you know, these campaign speeches. And he's like, he would be out, you know, out there back in 2015, 2016, talking about Herman Cain. He's like, hey, he tried to hit his mother in the head with a hammer. It's crazy talk. It was... It was, it was a lot of fun, especially when you didn't think he was going to win. It was more fun, but whatever. But, like, you would think, all right, we're in this mess. He's doing what he's doing, right? Like this wall thing. He, uh, if you want the five people who agrees with him on the wall, I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you anymore. I mean, but, like, we're all in the same position in this at least. Like, this is stupid. This is dumb. And, like, But at least you're hoping you're going to tune in at 9 o'clock. You're cutting into the network's fucking primetime coverage. And he's going he's gonna to just be balls to the wall. He's going to fucking have no pants on, maybe. He's going to be doing coke. And just fucking... He's going to have, like, a, a wall he made out of Lego. And then just fucking talking about girls he's had for sex with. You know, like, you... That would be at least a, a trade... A, some trade-off for, like, the, you know, the fall of democracy. Or the fall of the republic, if you will. Like, oh, the republic's falling. But there, at least we can laugh at this buffoon. And we don't even get that. Like... He's just, he, he was like he's just sitting there, and he, it sounded like he was on lewds. It was, was interesting because like I've read I forget, I read some article the other day, and I don't know if it was the chief of staff or some insider was saying that apparently he quote there's a quote Hoover spends his morning hoovering Adderall. Now if you don't if you didn't pick up on what that meant, I knew what it meant clearly. It was, he's just snorting Adderall all morning, and. uh which I can see. I mean, especially people were speculating that he was doing coke back during the campaign, or he's snorting a lot, and also just being who he is. Like, yeah, that guy seems like he's on coke all the time. But like, you know, I imagine. Look, if you're president, you can get away with a lot of shit. But it's probably simpler to be like, hey, look, you can still get you know cranked out. But can it's if someone happens to walk in, it's better if it's Adderall. I mean, I'm not sure if it's better if you've crushed the Adderall up and you're snorting it off the fucking resolute desk in the middle of the Oval. But it's. At least there's a fucking it's a like pills are always better than just straight coke I think I mean not health wise but they're better looking you know presentable everyone can you can always pretend you had a pill for a reason but no he was just looted out like, you know so he's apparently he's just doing Adderall all morning and like you know I don't know if he crashed and then just show maybe should have taken some more at like six p.m. because this was boring as shit he's repeating the same nonsense I don't know like what. It really has gotten to the point where, like, no one... Like, I'm watching on Fox News, and, like, uh, I I guess, apparently, Shepard Smith has been kind of making a, a niche for himself within Fox is, like, calling out Trump. I didn't know. I just... You know, they do their thing, and, you know, Fox News, but I'm not going to tune in for that, you know? It's not my thing. I mean, I don't really watch a lot of TV news anyway, but, uh, 
they were trashing him like, they, after his like speech ended. They were just trash. Like, him and the fucking managing editor, Chris, whatever, like the older guy, the guy who's like kind of respectable. They towered out and go here. This we got we got a real journalist here, and he's like he he probably has some Peabody from back when he was covering Watergate, and now he's just the you know has no debasing himself for the last thirty years. But, but even that guy's trash. Like they're going with Trump. At least on it, like no one's behind this. It's bizarre. He even came out with like I don't even think I don't think this is gonna. Like, he's telling reporters or like privately telling people that like you know this is I don't think it's gonna work. I have this new communications staff and they're telling me that this is gonna work. It's almost like he's like hanging them out to dry all, like already. Yeah, but he's just it's just fucking sitting there. They're trashing them. They're trashing them, and it's just like I don't understand what this whole. Like he's like I, no no one at this point believes he's a good businessman, right? No one's like you know, a negotiator. But like there's some other thing he's he's coming in. I guess the next day he's talking to some some meeting with Pelosi and Schumer, and like he comes in and he basically the meeting starts. He goes like to Nancy Pelosi, "Are you gonna agree to my wall?" And he she goes, well, "No." And he well, and then we're through. And like that's it. That's the negotiation. Like, you gotta. Well, you can play hardball, but you gotta grease the run. I don't want to say grease the runway. It sounds like I'm trying to, you know, Nancy Pelosi's an older woman. Look, she's not unattractive, but uh, that's not the point. She's a respectable woman. I'm saying you can grease the palms, whatever you want to call it. You can be a salesman. If I can, you know, it's like, hey, Nancy, you know, you know maybe, maybe I can fund your. I don't know. What, what does Nancy Pelosi want to fund? Some kind of fucking debt camp for old people? Like she's not trying to do it. Like the, what, 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 the Democrats want something. Give them something. They probably won't agree to the wall, but like you can get like half a wall. Maybe hey, let me get let me get five feet for like you know five feet tall for like a hundred miles, and then the other two hundred miles, and we'll, we'll put a fucking. He, at this point, all he wants is something to tell the people. I think I don't even know what he wants. I mean, does he even want? He's gotta be so bored. He's gotta be. This is a guy who is just—he's a base. Like he's a, you, you hear about rich people all the time, and you go, like, why would they want to do something like this? And like a lot of them do have ambition. Like, what well, they want, you know, we can sit around and, and like live in luxury all day. No, they—they they, a lot of times they got rich because, you know, they have this ambitious spirit and they have this kind of like fighter mentality, and they and they want and then money to them is a scorecard in this battle they're doing and whatever the fuck I mean these these titans of the original Rockefeller and Carnegie and these guys are you know they want to get in the mix but like that's not who Trump, I mean this guy's a, he's a fraud it's a fake I mean the whole thing's a fake I mean, he never like he didn't make all this money so what does he give a shit why, why he didn't want this in the first place and now he's like I mean he's what seven, seven, like 73 and he's sitting there going like I could have been fucking just banging whores or you know, and the going to Hooters. He probably like he probably went to Hooters three times a week and got like hot dogs, and then they fucking you know whatever. He like he probably he probably binge watched like Gilmore Girls on Adderall all the time, and, like it, just just enjoying himself. And now he's got like, I mean, he's not doing the work the way like Obama would do the work, or like you know, a respectable politician would do the work. But he's like still gotta be there. He can't just have his dick hanging out all the time like he's used to, like and like. You, does he even want to win anymore? He doesn't want to get beat. He, here's the thing. He's got a weird ego. He doesn't want to get beat. He doesn't want to let these fucking reporters get the best of him. But he doesn't want to be there. He's told, he doesn't know what he wants. That's the fascinating thing about all of this. Is that you don't know what you're watching when you, when you watch him. You don't know what's going to happen. 
but you do know that he doesn't know either. Like, he's just there kind of reacting. And it's fun on that level. It's scary, but it's also kind of like he's just winging it. And is the world going to end? Maybe, but probably not. So, no one wants this wall. I mean, I, like, it, he could have asked for this money, I think, last year. Unless I'm wrong, you can tell me why I'm wrong. But, like, he could have asked this money when he had a Republican House. And Nancy Pelosi couldn't have done shit. But even they don't got to fund this stupid thing. It's bizarre. It's, I don't know. It's crazy. It's bizarre. It's crazy. I was watching some video today about Apple and how Apple can't get over in India, which is I don't, I don't know why I'm watching these weird things on YouTube. It's just some YouTube video about like Apple can't get market share in India, and it's not even like something made for like CNBC. It's just it's obviously made for like idiots like me. It's like why are we che- first of all so side note why are we cheerleading for corporations now why are we like why can't they fucking penetrate this like, third world developing country well I guess maybe in the, in the third world it's developing why can't they why can't this corporation penetrate a developing market more effectively well how are they gonna get market share like, why am I watching this but it was they bring up the point at one point that Apple's actually you know their, their sales are because the whole thing of India is they got like, you know, a billion people or whatever. They're going to be the biggest market. And Apple's going to need that because, you know, their smartphone sales are, for the past few years, you know, stagnant. They're not increasing uh, like they were before, which is, you know, true, I think, of any product over time. You go from being like a – this is like a matrix of business shit. I took the business classes. It's like four boxes and, like, you're a developing company and you're a cash cow and you're this. You're I don't know. I didn't pass the class. I'm just saying, like – you know, there's there's different phases you go through as a company, and you know, people have their smartphones, and they don't improve them that much. It's not that big a deal, and like they made a point though. It's not like Apple's losing; set. they're still selling 200 million phones a year. It's just not improving, which brings you back to the standard. I mean, this is the thing that's said about ca- capitalism all the time. And the problem with capitalism is all these corporations. You know, they need to. They can't just... It's not cool if they just make a ton of money. They have to keep making more and more money, which is true. It, it, it has something to do with the interest rate, you know, on one level. But it's also, like, because these corporations have to... It's a corporation thing more than that. It's, like, a corporation... Because it's based on investors, right? Like, you you invest in a company, you want to see, you know, your investment, you know, increase at a rate of, you know, whatever percentage per year, and... So it begs the question, like, but if you own a company, like, if you own, if I own a company, if I own a hot dog stand, and I'm selling 100 million hot dogs a year, well, I get a, oh, I'm going to move out of Coney Island? You know, Coney Island, it was one of these idiots buying the hot dogs. It's fucking, well, wait, you get more and more people every year to buy your dumb hot dogs? No, it's fine. But because you have all these people going, like, let's, you know, buy and sell these shares, which, like, I get it. Don't 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 come at me like I don't understand what a corporation is and the, and how to abstract ideas. But like you don't really own it. I mean you do and you don't. I mean if you if you the, the way you could go buy an Apple stock, you can buy some Apple. You don't but you don't own Apple, right? You own some stock in Apple. The guys there are people who actually own like blocks of stock, right? And they're not 
the stock market isn't dictated by idiots like us buying stock, right? It's, it's, these ma- these these invest these whatever these these massive banks and these and these mo- mutual funds these hedge funds you know they buy massive amounts of stock or you know guys like Buffett whatever would make a huge fucking you know investment in the company and like that's the kind of shit that moves it and, and they get seats on the board we don't get seats on the board you don't like the idea that you own shit as if you own stock I mean I get again technically you don't you do and like oh if the company goes bankrupt and the, the stockholders get paid after the bondholders like alright go fuck yeah I get it but like also you don't you just don't you don't have the power to influence it you know with your small share this this idea and it speaks to this cause like it's one of those things where it kind of look everything kind of works you don't question it but it speaks to the general tone of what a corporation is it's like because that's to me the least important thing about the more important thing which doesn't get talked about as much is the reason a corporation kind of exists is is, is insulation from liability when you own let's just say I I, you know I I open up a business where I photograph people's pets and I uh, you know photoshop them onto you know the bodies of you know Japanese wrestlers, you know, and I, I, I don't have to necessarily be a corporation or be an LLC. I could be a sole proprietor. I could be a proprietor. I could be a guy. I think you just have to go, you have to go to the fucking county clerk's office and you go, you know, you get a DBA doing business as, and you might not even need that if you use your own name, honestly, but whatever, but you, 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 you don't, they can't reject you. You pay the little fee and there you go. And, uh, yeah, but if but if I fucking you know fo- you don't like the the work I do, I accidentally photoshopped the, onto a naked man's body, and then you put that you know out of your dinner party. You go, oh, look, this it's it's puggles or a pug, and he's on and they see it's on top of a very fat man's naked body because they didn't look first, I guess. My point is like I've given them a, a product that's embarrassed them, and now they want to sue me. Well, they can sue me, and I they can take everything I have, and I can't do anything about that. But a corp- if I was a corporation, well, then they can only sue, you know, my corporation. And I, I you know, and they, so I can basically, you know, put as much fat, naked men in, in, out into the world as I, as I want. And, like, they can only get what the business has. And that's the cornerstone of how cor- what a corporation is. Now, of course, there's also, you know, because like, people, there are valid things. See, this is the thing. It's not just about not getting sued. I mean, it's also about, you know, the perpetuity of a company. Like, how what happens when the partners die? Because, like, there are plenty of big companies, especially, like, you know, maybe 20, 30 years ago, uh, that were, like, still partnerships. Like, you know, the investment banks um, before the financial crisis. I think maybe in the years leading up to it, even. Or maybe it was a little earlier. Maybe it was, like, the 80s and 90s. But at one point, they were all partnerships. And the argument could be made that, you know, well, they had to, these partners is all their money. So there's a certain level of conservative, you know, behavior they're going to do because they're not going to invest their money in these crazy, crooked scams. But you're a corporation, and it's all just the stockholders' money, and then fuck it, it doesn't matter. And like, and so the point is, like, there, it's not not everything has to be a corporation, and like it wasn't, for, you know, everything was. It tends to be by industry. I think doctors will be, you know, partnerships or LLC. You know, a lot, a lot of businesses will, you know, certain ty- like, you know, the financial companies were partnerships at one point, the banks were partner, whatever. So like. But it, yeah, everything became corporations. So like that these monolithic things could just fucking exist in perpetuity, and you know you could have shell corp, you know shell companies underneath you, and you absorb them all. And look, it's this is not capitalism, all right? Like that's it, 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 it's part of what we have, but that's not inherently capitalism. 
and you could argue. I mean, I'm, I'm not even making the point that you, we should you know necessarily get, but you can't look at what like you know a giant corporation that's screwing people is doing and go, well, that's the problem with capitalism. Like, it's, if anything, it's anti-capitalism to me, or anti-free market, at least. I mean, cap- it's like, the idea of the free market is that basically, you know, if you listen to anyone who, like, espouses the free market, like, and legitly, not just some psychopath who, like, you know, was a Tea Party member who, like, you know, is working for the Koch brothers, even though he doesn't realize it, because the whole tea, the tea Party is the Koch brothers. But regardless, my point is, but there is actual, you know, free market you know, people out there, maybe some of you listening, you know, uh, I used to, you know, I still agree with a lot of it in theory, but whatever. But, uh, if any, is a lot of it's about companies wouldn't screw people up. That's the fear. If you just have a free market, anarcho-capitalist society that, you know, or the corporations will screw everybody. And, and then the other side goes, no, they wouldn't screw people because it's bad for business. And it's like, you know, they would, you know, they would screw up the company's name. And like, you know, so a lot of, at least the rhetoric of free market capitalism is that, the idea that people would be responsible because it's in their best interest to be responsible actors and to be, you know, kind of just not not just pilfer in the economy and screw people and, you know, influence the government to overthrow other governments, which, you know, which is what we do. But point is, but the free market system, apparently, apparently that wouldn't happen. And that sounds nice. And it seems like, so it seems like the corporation is kind of in, in opposition to that. Like it kind of breaks that whole idea of, a res- you know, like a corporate. You should be responsible if you poison the water. You should be responsible for it. You should be, you know, oh well, well the, the the CEO shouldn't be sued. Well, why not? I mean, at the end of the day, you're running this thing or not. And it's like, well, he didn't know they look. The CEO creates a culture. I mean, are there some examples where a CEO shouldn't be responsible? Yeah, you create the corporate culture, all right? When I've been through com- companies where the CEO changes hands, and you see they stop having as many potato chip varieties, and you know, and and they all, all of a sudden they they only have one kind of popcorn, and like you know, and they used to have fucking you know little cookies, little shortbread cookies with a raspberry, and you know now they don't have they don't they don't, they have Skittles and M and M's, they only have M and M's now. I'm sure, like, you know, other people have, like, legitimate concerns. But, yeah, look, I've, I've seen these results happen, is my point. That's why I know this. That you know, a, a new CEO comes in, and all of a sudden my snacks are fucking half what they were. I think, well, that's going to save the company. Oh, that's great. Okay. But, uh, yeah, but also they poison people's wells sometimes, you know. I mean, what, what, they poison Flint, I think, with that corporation or with the government. Either way, they just corporations that poison people. They leak shit. They fucking, you know, they, it's all top down. Like, you know, it's all about results. You know, there's a way to get a guy to do what you want him to do, but like not actually tell him. You know, you basically just you get you, you groom these people to to bend the rules. You know, it's incentivized. So a CEO should be responsible. A CEO should go to jail. No one ever goes to jail for this shit. I mean, and when they do, it's like fucking what, like you know, white collar shit for a year, and then they mysteriously die sometimes because you know. Like Ken Lay was involved with Dick Cheney at that meeting with all the energy companies, and then you know he goes to jail for what, like a, a day, and then all of a sudden he dies, like Jack Ruby in jail. I'm just saying, you know, hold them accountable. This idea that corporations, or the or, or like you know, or, or, or capitalism, like capitalism is, I feel like it's it's just a default thing, right? Like people want to say it's an evil thing. It's just a default. It's what would happen if you just didn't if you didn't do anything. Capitalism is just a default. Like, 
I mean, as long as you have private property, it's like, oh, people will have, the, you know, you have shit, you sell shit, you know, is no one's setting the price, the price is whatever you agree on, and that's just the way it is. And, like, you know, you have to agree on the concept of private property. I mean, that's one thing. People, some, and you might not. I mean, like, so there are people out there who go, well, that's where they're, they're, they want to divert at that point and go, no, we, should, we shouldn't have private property. The Native Americans didn't have private property. And they're, you know, they did fine. And it's like, yeah, I, sure. And like, we did screw Native Americans over. And I'm not shitting on Native Americans. You would not be a good Native American. Most of you, like almost all of you. I mean, like, I want you to know that. Like, you would not survive in that. Like, you, like, people act like it was just like harmonious. And they might have been, yeah. I mean, they might have been very, they took care of each other. And they were very good to each other. And yeah, they fought each other sometimes. I'm not going to judge that. Everyone fights each other. But like, yeah, they might have like all shared resources and all this shit. And like, no one had property. But they all pulled their fucking weight. We would all be fucking dead in a year, in a, in a day. I mean, these fucking. I mean, we saw what happened when Europeans came. They fucking. They, if it wasn't. It wasn't the fact they were carrying like you know eight pounds of virus per per person, just smallpox and fucking AIDS or whatever the fuck they were giving the. That's that's what killed most of the Americans. I mean, we did screw them, but I mean, most of it was just diseases. But if not for that, I mean, we wouldn't survive without them, and. uh I don't like this idea of people bringing up Native Americans as if, like, you could have been a Native American. Like, as if you could have handled, like, you know, going hunting with a... They were, they were hunting with bows. There's not the bows that you see, like, on, like, hunting channels with, like, these compound bows, even. Which is, I'm not saying that's easy, either. But, like, they're using bows that they carved out of some fucking wood or reed. I don't know. It's hard. They, they killed... They would track buffalo all across the country and, like... Draw them off a cliff or something. Like, these are hard people. These are hard shit. You 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 would have been dead. Like you were just. You couldn't have been a Native American. Let's get that out of the way. Uh, but then people like you know. Socialism though. Like I'm not so. I am not a socialist. I, I lean much more towards you know free market ideas. At least I don't think the people are you know. Really honestly disciplined enough, sophisticated enough to really pull it off to, to stick with it but yeah I, I'm sympathetic to the ideas but I'm also like these people who are like so vehemently anti, like, anti-socialist now I get I've read Road to Serfdom I get the whole I've listened to Mises and Rothbard I get the problems with socialism and the inherent like you know kind of fallacies of Marx and all this shit I, look I get it now, a couple of things not everyone is that uh, informed by economics and that's one thing we should all be but also like you know with the people who a lot of people I see shitting on socialism aren't either so let's not pretend like you know like you're up to date on like you know Hayek's fucking you know analysis of like you know asymmetric information you know, and why it's, you know socialism wouldn't you know account for fucking small pockets of the economy that capitalism would fucking you know, like, very few people are actually making that point they're, they're basically talking about people not living on welfare which is not the point of fucking you could have like a relatively free market kind of system and still have welfare if you want and so it's social safety nets it's not anathema to it I mean there are countries that do more of that I mean a lot of the fucking what they call these socialist utopias, like these, like these Icelandic, uh, what do they call them, Nordic countries, are actually economically very free market, kind of, or at least more in more in that direction. And then they also have safety nets, whatever. But point is, which kind of, in one way, is an indictment of the socialist idea. Well, because not actually socialist, they're actually, you know, but they have a safety net. And like, and people now, there, some people say, oh, it's morphed, and socialism is, you know, when we say socialism, we really mean a safety net. And, 
I don't know what most people think, honestly, because half the people I hear are talking about Marx and fucking talking about like living, you know, off the communism. I don't know. Like, I, I, if that was the case, I'd be more for it. But uh, I just don't know what's true. You hear Peterson come out, Jordan Peterson, and he'll be like talking about how you know equality of uh, opportunity is uh, the most dangerous thing in the world, and it's basically the same idea like what the surf. And the idea of like when you have a socialist system, I'm going to really paraphrase it. The, the basic idea is that, you know, regardless of intention, a socialist, you know, system will basically give way to allowing the most extreme uh, elements to thriving it. And, you know, and the, the ideas we boil down to the lowest common denominator. You end up, you know, in order to get to, to, to do anything effective, they'll have to basically, you know, create social castes and you know eventually you start kind of turning on each other yeah sure, I get it it's, there's a lot of validity to the argument but like you can't go after socialism like that when you have a healthcare the healthcare system that we have we have this hundreds of billions of dollars a year and people are dying of disease and like we have this health insurance industry that's just basically just exists in between the people and the doctors it's 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 insane like the level of the bureaucracy that exists in this country i mean the corruption in this country corporate welfare i mean the corporate welfare that's the thing the like stop thinking of it as just like well these are these are free market companies these aren't free market companies these are corp giant corporations that a or multinational in a sense that like not just that they are multinational and they go sell them all over the world, but they're more extra national. They 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 exist outside of the realm of countries. Like they treat countries like problems they have to solve. That's the whole thing. These like you know, United Fruit. You know, oh, they they're gonna nationalize the banana fields in Guatemala. Oh, let's fucking you know, get. Hey, get our get our boy the president to fucking invade or, or do a coup or the fuck. I mean, th this is how it works. I mean, that's not the, that's not. I don't know what fucking. I didn't I didn't read a lot of Milton Friedman, but I don't think that was his, is that his thing. What free market guy made that case? What where, where was that in Mises and Hayek? I don't remember anything about fucking coups when you read Adam Smith. I remember I read Wealth of Nations. So it's a it's a bit of a dry read, but it's interesting. He never once says, "Oh, and you know, you circus strongmen in Iran to fucking topple the government, and tell people they're socialists, but really you're doing it for BP oil." Which you know, it's, I don't, I, did I miss that chapter? Was that chapter missing from my copy of Wealth of Nations? I don't know. The thing, because that's the thing, people will go, oh, "You'll shit on the Soviet Union, and you'll shit on, you know, that's the big one." I guess China, China's got. Some economic success, but their human rights violations are pretty horrendous. I think worse than ours. I mean, I, I don't like to shit on other countries because you know I, I, I'm, I'm usually the guy going, "Yeah, but what have we done?" But I think they're even worse than us in that respect. Um, but you know, definitely Soviet Union is a me was a mess, and uh, and people will tell you, "Oh, you can't judge socialism based on that. That's that wasn't real socialism. Well, we don't have real capitalism." So like. Let's just stop pretending these words mean much. I mean, the, we have what we have, but these corporate... It's just... I don't know why we're allowing... Well, I mean, not to, we're not going to change it. That's the thing. People will go... It's, like, it's, it's the age-old question. How do we fix it? We don't fix it. What? Like, we, these pe people are crazy out there. How do we fix it? Like, people say, like, oh, 
they'll, they'll, we'll talk about politics and it's, it's a mess. And they'll go, oh, uh, the, the trick is to get money out of politics. Oh, that's the trick. That's not the trick. That's the game. That's the whole thing. How the like, question is how do you get money out of politics? Which you don't probably, but that is the question. That's not the fucking solution. You're proposing it like the solution when that's the fucking, that's the goal. Like, oh, he's going to get money out of politics. How do you get a system of people who are on the fucking payroll of fucking corporations to stop taking money? Like, at some point, they have to vote, right? And they, and like, you know, oh, we're going to vote, and the, the, these corrupt scumbags are going to vote to not be corrupt anymore? It's not, no, no. We're past the point of shame. There used to be a shame threshold, at least, where, like, at least you, you'd want the appearance of, like, being corrupt. They, they don't care anymore. Like, it's it's really our fault. I mean, it really is the fault of the general people that, like, you know, we used to, to some extent, hold them accountable. I mean, you know, at the very least, we'd, uh, when people would call us and, 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 and the Pew poll company would call your house and be like, well, what do you think of this? And at least we'd give answers that indicated that we might vote the guy out. I don't think we even do that anymore. I think we're so fucking shot that when, you know, the polling data doesn't even seem to make them flinch. They'll just do whatever the... F- they, they're, they're brazen. And, uh... I don't know. But apparently, <coughs> Apple is not doing well in India. So, really, if you could send some money to Apple, you know, that could probably... Probably help them out. Because, you know, this India thing, they were really counting on that, and that was circling the drain. <sighs> I keep getting these emails. We're still on a finance kick here. I keep getting these emails from my cap, my bank, telling me I'm pre-approved for a car loan, which is weird because I don't have good credit. I have like pretty shitty credit. I actually, I have, I have this like you know one of these apps that like you check your credit score, and I apply for credit cards, and they the only ones I can get are ones where like. They tell well, you got you know you can get a three hundred dollar credit line. I'm like, well, that's not very much, three hundred dollars. But okay, I'll take it. All right, you have to give us two hundred and fifty. I'm like, what? It's like a secured card or something. Point is, like, to build credit with. That's how bad I am. That I have to. <coughs> Excuse me. That's how bad it is. I have to, in order to use credit, give them money so I can pretend to have credit, and I guess they'll notate that I played the game and. But they're gonna give me a car. Like that's that's how bad this whole. If you're not aware, we're in the midst, I guess, of uh, auto finance bubble. Much like I imagine it was in those in '05 or '06, before the financial crisis really took hold, and you know people were just you know selling. I mean, I, I remember. I don't say I match. I remember around. I was there for it. I remember. I mean, I wasn't super knowledgeable. I wasn't in on it, but. uh I had the same whiff of it because, like, you know, again, like I'm not super aware, but like, oh, like that's the that's the indicator. That's the kind of you know what they call a, a kind of metric data. It's you know they're offering me credit. You know something's fucked because like, you know I I, I read Bethany McLean's book. Uh, if you haven't read it, if you want to know more about the crisis, all the devils are here. It's a great book about the financial crisis, and it goes into how the cycle of like. At first, you know, they they have these, these mortgage-backed securities, right? They want, you know, they're making money off them. So they first, you know, the pension funds and the fucking and they they well, we have these like you know people who these respectable people, these doctors and lawyers have mortgages. And we're selling, we're pooling their mortgages into into bundles and selling, you know, like, like bonds. I'm like, oh, this is great, it's all it's all great. And then they but 
all these fucking foreign governments are buying it, hedge funds are buying it. Oh, I'm saying this takes this over the course of decades. Eventually, the, the people still want this shit because they're making a lot of money. They ain't got any more, there's no more mortgages to go around. Like, there's only so many mortgages. So they start fucking giving them to everyone. You mean, you, fucking, you, some guy in the street fucking drinking, you know, fortified wine, you know, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Like, hey, you want a house? Sure, get a house. Just get his name on a goddamn form and we can wrap this up into a fuck. Because they don't care. The people, the people writing the loan, they're getting rid of it in that day. They don't give a fuck. And that's the whole bull. It's just a. It, there's no connection to reality and, and I know that's happening here because I don't pay people back like when someone says oh we're gonna like give you a shot give you like a store card at Best Buy oh cool I'll buy a PS4 and I'll see you in 10 years maybe you'll maybe you'll give me another chance like I, is this a good thing to admit on the air I don't know I mean are, are my creditors gonna be listening to the podcast that would be really aggressive I, I respect that but no but I uh, it's, it's a bad it's a bad look investing in in me, but they want to give me a car, and I feel like this is, on one level, I feel like this is oh, this is a problem for the economy because this bubble, you know, was probably going to burst, and yeah, maybe it won't be as bad as the mortgage bubble because you know, it's just at the very least, it's a house, it's not a house, it's a car. So I mean, you know, people aren't going to be homeless. And I, do I care about that, or, or is this another, a second chance for me to be a dirtbag? Cause I didn't get to be a dirtbag. I mean, I, I was the idiot going like back in '05 and '06. I see people like you know getting the mortgage game or buying a house. I'm like, oh, look, if, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Like a fucking schmuck, right? I, I, I was in my twenties. I could have fucking scraped together some money. Uh, no, no, no. Whatever glitters isn't gold. No, I was a fucking fat dumbass. I can get this. Car. I should do some kind of scam. Like, they're going to offer me a car. Like, can, like, should I get the car? Should I buy, like, a Ford Probe or whatever, or a Dodge Dart, whatever the current car that they'll give me? They're probably not give. Like, look, my credit's not great, so they're not complete idiots. They're not going to... I doubt they're going to give me, like, an M-Series BMW, but they might give me some fucking, you know, Hyundai Accent, you know, that real that shit. And I can... Can I sell that thing on fucking Craigslist? You know what I mean? Can I make some cash? Like, what are they going to do? They're going to... They're going to come and repo. I don't know where it is. I sold it. It's gone. I have the money now. Like, get out of here. What's going to keep me from doing it? The fact, oh, you don't have a title. All right, but like, I know what the title is, right? I know what it looks like because I bought and sold cars. But I find some kid on Craigslist, right? Some fucking 16-year-old, 17-year-old kid. Give him a good deal. He don't know what the title looks like. I'll fucking print out Photoshop. I know how to do Photoshop. I'm saying, I'm not saying I'm going to do this. You can't use this against me in the court of law. I'm saying, though, is this the kind of thing I should be getting into? I never used to think like this. But, like, where is the, where's the reward? I'm not looking for a reward for being an ethical person. But, yeah, I'm, I'm saying, like, scams are fun. Maybe I can live in the car for a while, you know? Maybe I could fucking... Some of these hatchbacks, you can fucking put a sleeping bag back there. I can save on rent. I, should I do? Should I buy? It? Should I take the car from them and just burn it, set it on fire? Like these, throw it off a cliff. I mean, not like a cliff where like in the California people live. I mean, you know, the Grand. Should I throw it off the Grand Canyon? Should I get a Hyundai Accent from my bank, like let, let them finance it, and then just I'll shoot. I'll take a video of it, and when they come to repo it, I'll be like, well, I put it to the bottom of the Grand Canyon, and, you know, or it's the bottom of this sump. Go get it. Like, what are they gonna sue me? What, what are you gonna? You, you're gonna take the fucking 
you gonna take my paints and my fucking mug that's full of you know the, uh, my coffee mug that's full of mold? I don't have anything. We can take. That's a that's a one beauty of America. There's no debtor's prison. You you, you, you beat. You you made a bet and come and you lost. So I feel like if anyone here you know again this is gonna be an interactive kind of experience for us. If anyone here has you know was around for the last go around. I know Tim. I, I'm you know everyone, you all know Tim. He I can ask him about this because like I I want to be the guy. I want to be the guy going like why didn't I scam people? Why didn't I get a taste? That's the thing. At the end of the day, because this is not the free market, because it's corporations running everything, and it's all going to get, like, fucking bailed out by the government, and we're going to foot the bill. So the only... Look, some people go, oh, you shouldn't foot the bill. Oh, let the banks fail. They're not going to let the banks fail. The, the, the Federal Reserve system was designed... I mean, look, yeah, they let Lehman fail, right? It wasn't that... But at the end of the day, they're not letting the system collapse, all right? Not, that's not what's going to happen. They're going to keep it up. So the point is, yeah, you, oh, we, no, well, we'll try to fix that. Fuck you, you Tea Party. First of all, tea, the Koch brothers weren't trying to do that. But, like, they're not going to win that. But there's, only, there's two ways to win. You, you can either, like, try like, to be an idiot and try to, like, get them and, you know, bail people out. Or when they bail people out, you got yours. Why are you complaining? You got a car and you put it on the bottom of a sump. That's how you win in life, right? You do a little dirt. I'm not saying you screw, you know, your neighbor over. That's that's the difference. You don't screw your neighbor. You you, you don't take his, you know, lawnmower, and then like you know, or or fucking sneak into his house and fucking put cameras in there and just watch him all the time. You don't do shit to people you know. You don't hurt people, right? We're all people, and like that's how you know you're a bad person if you're screwing people over. But I'm screwing over a bank. And they're screwing over me. Like, there's a general... This whole country is a general malaise. I don't want to admit it. I don't like to think about this. And some philosophy class teacher will fucking come out and say, well, no, this is ethics and blah, blah, blah. You know, you're right. You're technically right. But at the end of the day, we're all circling the drain here. And, like, it's that firing squad. Firing squad. Where, like, you know, there's a thing with a firing squad. Where, like, you know, five guys will shoot a prisoner. And either one of them, one of them has a blank on the gun. So no one knows. You can't say for sure if you actually killed the guy because one guy's got a blank. And I'm not sure exactly how that applies, except to say, eh, just don't think about it. Maybe I'm not the guy. And that's the thing here. Maybe I'm not the reason it collapsed. But get your car and do something to it. Like I live in the city. Parking. I would. I, that's why I'm not, I'm not talking about using it. The only reason is because like you can't park a car around here in Brooklyn. It's a pain in the ass. I don't have to get up and like every other day and like move the car from one side of the street to the other so you can clean the streets well no, fuck that I'm not getting involved in this scam either I'm like insuring your car you know paying for all these fucking fees no no you get the car you set it on fire you throw it off a cliff you do something fun you live your life you let someone sleep you let, you let some homeless people fuck in there if you want I don't care but like they're offering you this you're gonna pay for it anyway you might as well Get something out of it. So, it's been great. Hope you enjoyed this week. Again, we're trying all sorts of new uh, shit going forward. New, some new uh, formatting ideas. I'm have some guests coming up soon. So, uh, follow me at Ray Kump on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, new things this year are going to be happening. And I uh, hope you're excited because I am. See you next week.